Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 148 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And today we're going to be talking about morning routines. And today I want to chat with you about some things that have evolved in my morning routine over the last several months and just kind of share with you potentially a new way to look at the whole thing all together. But before we jump right in, I would love to ask you to help us support the show. If you like the show and if you got an at least one small token or perspective shift, anything at all from listening to Confidence From Within, please consider taking just a couple of minutes to leave us a review or rate us on Spotify. So if you listen to it on Spotify, all you have to do is scroll to the top and there'll be a little star and hopefully you would give us a five-star review if you feel that's in your heart. And if you want to do it on any other platforms, we have made it super easy for you to do. Simply go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash review and that link will direct you to your favorite preferred podcast player. And we really appreciate your support. Now, let's start talking about morning routine. So I did record a separate episode about this. And that was episode number 82 quite some time ago. And in that episode, I described what at that time my morning routine looked like. So if you're curious, of course, you can go back. But I'll just give you the course notes. But basically, at that episode, I described how I am not a routine person. And that continues to be the case. I like flavors and variety. And the fact that I, even the concept of waking up every day and having to do the same thing at the same time is not aligned with how I operate best. And I think that has been reflected on my choices of career and basically lifestyle in general. And I'm saying this because the term routine can be a little demotivating for some of you. So if you're like me, I just wanted to you know, give you context. But also what I think is important to know is that if you recognize, like I just described to you, that you tend to naturally be inclined to behave a certain way, if you try creating a routine that doesn't align with how you operate best, it is going to be a struggle. And a lot of times, like if we're talking about having a powerful morning routine, the intention is that routine or that, you know, initial whatever many hours or minutes you spend on it is designed to help you maximize your day and your potential and your results, not start the day by depleting you, <laughs> which I know can happen, especially if we get really attached to those laundry lists of things to do, multi-step processes and so on. And yes, there may be a season in your life that that's what you need for a bit, 
or there may be days that you're craving something more structured and that's absolutely fine. Or maybe you are somebody that have a very strict routine and you follow that and that no suits your soul. That's no problem. But I'm speaking more to those of you that want to have a good start of your day, which obviously is a very important part of having a successful day without putting rules and strategies or rigidity in place that don't serve you, okay? So if you, you know, were ever taught that if you don't make your bed every day, you're not gonna be successful or whatever other superstition, I just want to offer you permission to look at it differently. Only because a lot of times when we force ourselves to do something because somebody else told us to, and we're acting not through inspiration, but through fear or duty, or because we just never questioned or never considered, this is your invitation to look at it a little bit differently. I do not believe that there is the perfect routine, a magical routine. And even if you look at those people that are very successful, that, you know, have maximized or close to maximize your potential, that's very much what I'm defining as success in this case. If you look at their routines, they're very different from each other, which means that there's probably not one overlapping perfect routine for anyone because we are all so different. We're all beautiful expressions of life itself in different forms. We have different preferences. We have different inner priorities. So if you're disconnecting your routine from your priorities, what I believe happens is you start the day and let's just say you're pushing and forcing yourself to do something that you don't want to do. But you were told by whoever that this is the way to have a great morning. (laughs) So you start the morning outside of priority. And when I talk about in my work, the way I describe this, I call them energy bucks. So the visual, if this helps you, is like little golden coins or little hearts on them. And I am of the belief that we all wake up with X number of energy bucks, which is really our emotional capacity to go through the day. Some people like to talk about willpower and things like that. I just don't like that language too much. I think it can be a little misleading, so we're not going to go there. But let's just say we all wake up with, I don't know, 10 coins of our energy bucks. And as you go through the day, some activities will deplete your piggy bank of energy bucks. It will reduce your capacity, like you will consume a lot of your energy. Other act and those other and those activities are things that are outside of our core inner priorities. And other activities are going to basically help enhance almost like instead of spending the energy bucks, they're now investing them. And some of those activities are going to be things that are within your priorities, but also things that are inspiring to you. So for example, say you go on a trip and you're in this beautiful Caribbean trip and the sunshine is gorgeous and you're eating delicious foods and you're out there with your family, your capacity to have a good day is obviously increased if you like traveling. And you may experience that activities that would normally be very depleting don't happen, right? Because you're on the trip, so you feel rested, you feel much better. And people associate those states of being with being on vacation. I believe those states of being can be achieved in maybe not the same extreme doses, but in smaller doses in your day-to-day life, as long as you spend your days within your priorities, investing your energy bucks rather than spending them because then you don't need to wait for a vacation to escape your life. 
You're building a life that you enjoy every day. And that starts in the morning. So hopefully this example um, illustrates the point a little bit for you. So how does it look like? How do you build a routine that you enjoy? In my case, I'm going to speak from my experience and then see if it's for you. But in my case, I like to have structure so I can flow. And like I mentioned at the beginning, I'm not a routine person. So the extent of my morning routine are just parameters of what I'm about to do. But I allow myself on a regular daily basis as I wake up to really tune in and feel how am I feeling and check in with myself and then decide how am I going to fill that bucket that I created for myself. So earlier in episode 82, I described a slightly different morning routine because the things that I wanted to fill that time bucket with were different. But for me, the time bucket remains the same. It just has shifted what I do with it. So that's what I wanted to give an update on. So I still dedicate about two hours of my day to my morning routine, which I know sounds a lot for some people. And you may think, especially if you work a nine to five, you may think that is impossible. However, I wake up two hours earlier, so I have adjusted, so I have moved my day a little bit earlier and go to bed a little earlier as well. So I carved myself the two hours so that I can commit to them, not so much commit, but I can dedicate those two hours to my well-being and my personal care without feeling like I am, you know, taken away from something else I should be doing because i I've been building my life over the years so that I can live the life I want rather than the life I have to. But I understand if you have a more rigid schedule of work, then when you carve your time, maybe a little different. So, you know, do whatever feels right for you, of course. But in my case, I wake up earlier so I can still have the shower block. The main difference is that now the morning routine itself doesn't start as the first thing in the morning And it's interesting because I have been practicing a more advanced fasting strategy that I fast in relation to my hormones and where I am in my cycle. As I entered perimenopause, I really dedicate a lot more attention and time to understanding my hormones and how to eat and sleep and do all things according to it to really help support my body naturally. And with that, my breakfast has shifted some days of the week. So again, I'm not going to get into details of that. This is something that if you're interested, I really recommend you book a call so we can chat about it and I can give you more details to see if this is right for you. And if you're at all interested, go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash call and we can chat. In terms of what I do, because now my routine starts in relation to my fasting schedule and protocols, What I do is that I tend to get back into work first, which I know is very different for a lot of people because one thing that remained the same from my previous episode, number 82, is that my body does not want to move and work out first thing in the morning. It's just not something that for some reason doesn't work for me. And I know it does for a lot of people, but not for me. So what I do instead is that I have flipped it and I start the morning working and I'm usually very inspired to the work I do. So it's not something I have to drag myself to do. I 
usually excited to do, almost can't wait to go do it. I record a lot of my episodes like this one very early in the mornings as well with a very fresh mind. So I, I jump right in and depend it on sometimes just right after my breakfast, other time, other times if I'm fasting a little bit in the morning, uh, the breakfast comes afterwards. But what I've done consistently is that I've carved the two hours late morning. And that is really when I do a lot of my self-care and self-attention time. So if those days I am physically going to the gym to work out, which is something I really enjoy doing, I do it late morning and then I follow it with some time in the sauna. And that is where I do uh, my meditation. And I love that so much. Like my body craves that type of movement and then that time, that type of recovery that I do in the sauna and then, you know, an amazing shower. And then I'm so energized for the rest of the day and days that I don't do the morning exercise, like late morning exercise, then my husband and I go for a power walk together after he finishes work later in the day or sometimes early evening. And I love having those two options because the days that I don't go into the gym, then I use my morning routine for some other purpose. Uh, I love sitting outside in my garden, if of course the weather permits, because I live in Canada. And different days would be different. I may read a book, I may listen to a podcast, I may go for a drive, I may go to a coffee shop. But whatever it is that happens in that bucket of time, and it may not be two hours if I have commitments that day, maybe a little shorter, but the max that I normally allocate for it is the two hours, but it could be less, of course. But what I love to do is that the days that I know I'm craving movement, I move, the days that I need something more reflective, more introverted, that's what I do. But I don't have expectations necessarily with what day I do what thing. You know, yes, there's some specific days I prefer working out because um, I like the instructor at the gym and things like that. But I don't have a rigid schedule because those don't work for me. There are very few things that I have you know, very consistent schedules for, and that's usually in relation to my work and how I serve my clients. But the reason I'm saying that is that my two main commitments to my morning routine, number one, is that I flow and function with my hormones. That is a commitment for me. And number two is that my routine follows my inner priorities. My routines support me. My routine is how I invest energy bucks early on. It's not a way to spend them. And those are the two commitments I've made. So that is the structure that I created for myself so that I can flow on a daily basis and choose what my body needs, what my mind needs, what I really feel would support me that day, which is such a different way to look at morning routines than Having, you know, the checklist, which I tried in the past many times, different approaches, nothing ever worked because it wasn't congruent with how I best operate. So if you're also somebody that does not like the 10,000 things to do in the morning, just so that you can start your day, I just start my day (laughs) and then I go from there. Uh, And it has been so freeing to me having the power to do that without feeling like, oh, I'm not doing this right or I'm not doing that. You know, those are self-imposed rules that it can be helpful in some instances, but long-term, I don't believe that they are super supportive. And in my case, they were actually just like 
squishing my energy early in the morning, which is obviously not a very positive way to start the day. So now instead, I allow myself the time to do the things that I love to do. And I do them as I'm, you know, feeling inspired to do them. And I go for inspiration rather than this long to-do list to accomplish each morning. So hopefully this is of interest to you. And again, if you're curious about how to start looking at your life in this perspective and really utilize your energy bugs well, as well as if you're curious about how you too can support your hormones and specifically what hormones are we talking about as we enter midlife in your 40s, 50s, 60s and beyond, then I encourage you to watch my my free masterclass and you get instant access to it. All you have to do is go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training, one word. And I'm also going to put the link in the show notes if you just want to click on it. But in that class, what you're going to learn is really what are those key hormones that we're talking about? I'm also going to talk about how to nourish your food for your body. And we're really going to debunk some of the myths of weight release and weight loss in midlife so that you feel really inspired with this roadmap of knowing how to get back in control of your weight and what to do in a healthy and natural way. So if that is of interest to you, make sure to sign up to watch the masterclass and I will see you again or chat with you again next time. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.